Every day in the United States, more than 100,000 people get a speeding ticket. This is Simple Joe for Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. I'm in my life that I, I was certainly one of those people. I have had my fair share of tickets, speeding tickets and parking tickets and, and um, yeah, all kinds of tickets in my life. Now, I haven't had a ticket in years, a, a long time. Now, I've had some accidents, but thankfully, I've never been ticketed for them. I've probably had three or four accidents. Let's call it three, if, if I can remember right. Three accidents that... I've had that I've not been ticketed for that were clearly my fault that the police were called, but I guess they, they felt, uh, they felt some compassion for me and didn't actually give me a ticket. Uh, of course my insurance had to pay what they, what they had to pay, but I've had my share of speeding tickets. That's for sure. How about you? How about you? I know people have gone their whole life without a speeding ticket. I'm like, how does that happen? Do you ever not get in a hurry or I don't know, much more responsible than me, I guess throughout their whole life. When I was younger, oof. Felt like I was getting a speeding ticket every six months or every year. It was uh, it was rough, that's for sure. Hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I am so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. I have 10 days left until I reach one year of podcasting every single day. And uh, that is pretty daggone cool, if you ask me. Today, we're going to hear the weather in Forney, Texas. We're going to read about a 3D printing of a home, a Habitat for Humanity home, and much much more. I'm intrigued by the whole idea of 3D printing and that whole concept. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this story. So for my friends in or near Forney, Texas, you're going to see a high today of 59 degrees and a low of 35 with partly sunny skies. Partly sunny skies tomorrow as well. Thursday, 44 and 23 for the high and low and full on sunshine on Friday, 52 and 43. So 59, 44 and 52 there in Forney, Texas. Uh, looks to be some gorgeous, gorgeous weather. Thank you so much for listening, Forney, Texas. I appreciate you, and I am so grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 42 degrees and a low of 17 with partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, Thursday, we got some we got some su- uh, some snow coming our way. Look at there. I don't know how much accumulation we're supposed to get, but it looks like it's going to uh, snow throughout the day at least. High high of 24 and a low of 12. Ooh. That is chilly. And Friday, partly sunny skies, 26 and 18 for the high and low. So 42, sunny, 24, snow, and then 26, sunny again here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Today in 1855, King C. Gillette was born. He is the inventor of the inexpensive disposable razor blade. And we all uh, we all can appreciate that. All of us guys who have to shave can appreciate that. He, uh, he was born in 1855, Mr. Gillette, and died in 1932. George Reeves was born today in 1914. If you don't know who George Reeves is, he was the original actor of, in Superman, The Adventures of Superman, back in, uh, way back in the day, back in the, I guess, the 50s? Yeah, because he died in 1959, so this had to be in the, yeah, throughout the, throughout the 50s. I'm not sure how long The Adventures of Superman was on, but... I remember watching reruns of it when I was a kid. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, wait, it's Superman. Remember that? Yeah. George Reeves. 
born today in 1914. We lost George Reeves in 1959, the original Superman. In 1917, Jane Wyman was born, Academy Award-winning actress. Walter Mondale was born today in 1928, uh, former vice president under Jimmy Carter and a 42nd vice president under Jimmy Carter. And uh, he, uh, he gave it a shot against Ronald Reagan uh, in, in 1980. Uh, in the 1980 election, yeah, 1980 election, and uh, lost to Ronald Reagan. Walter Mondale died just uh, last year in 2021. I didn't realize that, or maybe I did realize it and had forgotten it. You know, that wouldn't be a bad list to go through. Maybe the top 10 people we lost in 2000, uh, 2021. Uh, it's kind of a morbid list, but, you know, it's uh, be interesting to look back and see the the people in our culture and our pop culture or of importance that we lost in 2021, uh, just to honor them. Right. I think that's a good thing. Yep. One of those would be Walter Mondale died in 2021 in 1931. Robert Duvall was born. Great actor, Robert Duvall. I love this guy as an actor. I mean, he has been in so many films that are fantastic from the Godfather apocalypse. Now he was in mash. <laughs> what a great role as the dad and the great Santini, uh, he's in a, a little movie called The Apostle, which is which is really cool. And he is in my favorite uh, Western movie, Open Range, with Kevin Costner. Yeah, just a fantastic actor. Robert Duvall, born today in 1931. Charlie Rose was born today in 1942. CBS This Morning and other things that, that uh, other projects for CBS. We see Charlie Rose and he was, he does CBS This Morning, I guess now. But he did. The, he was really one of the premier interviewers. Does he still do those interview shows where he kind of goes deep with people and and talks talks about their personal life and so forth? Charlie Rose. I remember what was that show called with Charlie Rose? Was it just called the Charlie Rose Show? I don't remember. But yeah, Charlie Rose was born today in 1942. Actress Diane Keaton was born today in 1946. Our own Mike DeWine, governor, current governor of Ohio, was born today in 1940. 47. Ted Lang was also born in 1947. Do you know who Ted Lang is? He played Isaac on the love boat. How about that? <laughs> Ted Lang. He was the bartender, Isaac, the bartender on the love boat born today in 1947. Uh, interesting guy. Interesting guy. I guess you would call him Marilyn Manson was born today in 1969. Yeah, he's a, he certainly is an interesting fellow. And Bradley Cooper was born today in 19. 75 who can re, who can uh forget that recent performance with him and lady gaga and the song shallows that was uh that was certainly that certainly raised some eyebrows i guess he's a good actor i appreciate bradley cooper he does some funny stuff uh with zach galifianakis on that youtube show between two ferns that's <laughs> it's one of those shows that are it's it's hilarious it's hilarious. And I'll just, I'll give between two ferns that it's hilarious. It's, <laughs> it's just funny. It's, it, it's one of those shows. It's one of those things that when you're watching it, it, it gets so far and you think, Oh, should I really be watching this? But it's not, it's not that it's funny between two ferns with Zach Galifianakis. Uh, I think Bradley Cooper's on there a couple of times. Anyway, Bradley Cooper was born today in 1975 today in 1914, Henry Ford, uh, industrialist, they say here, and Henry Ford was was uh, not born. In 1914 today, Henry Ford announced the $5 minimum per day wage, 
which was double what most workers made. That was around $2.40 for a nine-hour workday. So he went from $2.40 for a nine-hour workday to $5 for an eight-hour workday. And the reason he did that, the lore has, the, the legend is, maybe the myth, I don't want to call it a myth, but the legend is, the story is that the reason Henry Ford did that was so his own employees could, af- could afford the cars that they were making. Yeah, so that's a, pretty, that's a pretty cool thing. That was done today in 1914. He announced the $5 minimum wage. Pretty cool, huh? Today is National Keto Day. Yeah, it's appropriate that today is National Keto Day. It's the first, of the, first part of the year. Start thinking about if you've not already decided on what diet you're going to do for the, at least for the next couple weeks, because most diets get blown in, in the first month or so. But stay positive if you've started a diet. Stay, uh, stay focused. A keto diet is a good one to do. It cuts out most carbs. A high, high protein diet, very similar to Atkins, I guess, but with a little twist. Very popular, the keto diet. I've done, I've eaten keto a few times, and I think there's some, certainly some health benefits. The thing I don't like about keto is I I have two apples a day. I eat two apples a day almost every single day and one mid morning and one mid afternoon. Uh, And I don't think you're allowed to have apples on the keto diet, but I can, you can make some adjustments, I guess, as long as you don't go crazy with it. Right. I think they really want you, the keto diet really wants you to have berries. I'll have to look into the keto diet a little more. And if you're on the keto diet, or have done the keto diet, let me know what you think. I'd appreciate hearing you from that. Give me some feedback. You can email me, joe at thesimplejoe.com, or send me a text at 513-399-6468. Let me know if you've ever done the keto diet. Today is National Keto Day. So if you're doing the keto diet, or you want to start the keto diet, today's a good day to do that, right? National Screenwriters Day. If you're a screenwriter of any form or fashion, happy National Screenwriters Day. We appreciate the work you do to entertain us. Today is National Whipped Cream Day. Talking about the Keto Day, National Keto Diet, Cash National Keto Day. Can't have whipped cream. Can you have whipped cream on the keto diet? I guess you can if you don't have if there's no sugar in it. If it's if you cut out the carbs, I mean heavy whipping cream. Make your own whip, heavy whipping cream and uh, put some fake sugar in there. Would that work for the keto diet? It might. It might work. Anyway, today is National Whipped Cream Day. I like whipped cream. I, I, I like ice cream with whipped cream. You kind of put the scoops of ice cream and you take the whipped cream and you fill (laughs) you meaning me. Okay. (laughs) Take the, take the scoops of ice cream, the two or three scoops of ice cream you put in the bowl. And then you take the whipped cream and fill in the gaps, right? You just don't squirt it on top of the little squirrely thing. That's kind of a waste of a good, good whipped cream. You use the whipped cream to fill in the gaps, right? So you have a complete bowl of sweet ice cream goodness. Happy national whipped cream day. And today is National Bird Day. I don't know how we're supposed to celebrate National Bird Day because I think I remember a National Bird Watching Day and National Birding Day, which is another word for bird watching, uh, but National Bird Day. So I don't know what National Bird Day means. I guess if, if you like birds, if you have birds, if you appreciate birds, if you are a bird, if, you know, happy National Bird Day, whatever that means. Well, I found this story Monday about, about the th- a 3D printed home. Over on the East Coast that they sold that Habitat for Humanity sold to a single mom. And the idea of 3D printing just intrigues me. I think it's a technology that I can 
foresee if I'm using the right word, I can, uh, I can foresee using, uh, using it in construction, especially, but for many other things, for making tools, for making, just making lots of things. If you can, if you can put it in one of those printers, the material and, and it just does its thing. It's much more efficient, much cheaper. Uh, 3d printing is, it, it, it needs to take hold. It really does. It needs to take hold. I mean, you'll, you'll see a statistic here about the time it took for this home in this store to make this home in this story that, uh, is really interesting. So this comes from goodnews.com and who is the author of this story? Do I, uh, do I still have it here? Cause I want to give them credit. I don't do that enough. Yeah. Goodnewsnetwork.org. Excuse me. Goodnewsnetwork.org. And the author of the story is Andy Corbley from goodnewsnetwork.org. When April Stringfield took the keys to her new three-bedroom house in Virginia, a special bit of history was made. The new home for April and her 13-year-old son is the first one constructed by Habitat for Humanity on the East Coast using 3D printing. Now, I read another story similar to this about the same event, just glanced through it, that said that this is the first constructed by Habitat for Humanity in general, I'm not sure about that, but we know it was at least constructed by Habitat for Humanity on the East Coast using 3D printing. With lumber prices high, Habitat for Humanity saved an estimated 15% per square foot compared to their normal building costs. The 1,200-square-foot house featuring two full bathrooms uses concrete, which retains temperature better than wood, and will save on heating and cooling costs. It's also more resistant to, to tornado and hurricane damage, which is a good thing, of course. A concrete-constructed home is also the same type April fondly remembers that her great-grandmother owned, and she is excited to carry on the tradition. Amazingly, the now listen to this. Amazingly, the entire skeleton was built in just 12 hours, shaving off around four weeks of building time using the printer machinery of a Virginia company called Alquist, A-Q-U-I-S-T. So did you hear that? I mean, that's amazing. The skeleton of the home took just 12 hours. I guess that's the the whole framing, right? We would call that the framing of the home. Took just 12 hours. They set the machine up, let the machine do its thing and watched over it, I guess, for, for 12 hours it went up and probably very little manpower used. Just the just enough to keep the machine running, this 3D printer. Yeah, the entire skeleton was built in just 12 hours, shaving off four weeks of building time. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. There is even a miniature 3D printer that comes with the house that could reprint parts like light switches cover or light switch covers if needs if she needs a repair. Let me try that again. There is even a miniature 3D printer that comes with the house that could reprint parts like light switch covers if she needs a repair. I uh, also think this does doorknobs and hinges and uh, all kinds of small parts that you would need around the home. That's phenomenal, right? How cool is that? Now, I don't know how, how much more efficient it is to, to get a, uh, a light switch cover when you can go down to the Home Depot and buy one for a buck, right? But if it costs less than a buck and you can print it right there, why not? How about if you need, if you need, piping or, or plumbing or something like that, like a new shower head. I wonder how it would do for something like that. 
uh, gosh, so many things can be 3D printed that you just uh, you can just let your imagination run wild. I mean, I, you, all you do is if you have a 3D printer or you have access to a 3D printer, you buy the you buy the design, you buy the plans, and you take it and you get it printed right there. No manufacturing, just done. You don't have to wait; it's just done. So this is this is pretty this is pretty cool. Back to the story. Many people think Habitat gives homes away, but they actually sell homes to families with low to moderate incomes using a no interest 20 or 30 year mortgage that the new homeowners then pay off monthly. This is a righteous cause because as you'll see here in a second, I'll just let me just finish the story. The Habitat home buyer program becomes available to people who volunteer more than 300 hours of service and who make 45 to 80% of the area's median income. So the homeowner, they're not given this home. They're given a mortgage to the home that they have to pay off, an interest-free mortgage, though. Uh, but in order to qualify for this, uh, they have to have a, a lower income, 45 to 80% of the area's median income. But most importantly, they have to volunteer more than 300 hours of service. So this isn't just a handout. I mean, they have to work for, for these homes. And I've been involved in a couple of Habitat for Humanity homes. And uh, yeah, it's... Um, Certainly is, certainly is uh, interesting. You know who does a Habitat for Humanity home? I think he builds at least one home a year, or he's involved in one home a year. Is uh, former President Jimmy Carter, uh, which I have a a great deal of respect for. Um, don't necessarily agree with him politically on everything, uh, but as a human being, probably the the best president we've had as just a good man, good moral man. I believe that. Anyway. He does a Habitat for Humanity house once a year, something like that. And I, I, I believe in what they're doing. I, I, I certainly believe. And I, I should probably volunteer more for a couple of reasons. Number one, when you, when you volunteer for the, at these Habitat for Humanity homes, uh, you, you learn new skills. You learn repair skills and building skills and installation skills and all kinds of stuff uh, that will benefit you in any area of life, right? I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to want a Habitat for Humanity home to volunteer. I mean, they need people that just to jump in there with a hammer and and nails or a saw or whatever it might be. It's a it's an important it's an important charity. I believe in the Habit, Habitat for Humanity um, organization. Anyway, April, who has been employed full time for five years at a nearby hotel, logged in her three hundred sweat equity hours, and some were spent actually helping the crew on the construction site. That would become her first home. The addition of solar panels in a smart home system based on proprietary technology from Virginia Tech will ensure April and her son enjoy lower energy costs while still maintaining comfort. I am just intrigued by this. Number one, let's let's uh, let's give a clap of the hands for Habitat for Humanity and the work that they're doing. I, I really do believe in that organization and the work that they're doing. They don't give away homes. Um, they give a hand up, not a handout as, uh, as one might say, but wow, this 3d technology to build a home with 3d technology at 15% per square foot, uh, less expensive. And the time shaved off is just amazing. Right. And I think it'll get even better. I think, I think construction costs will probably be cut in half. If not more, uh, time will be cut by a, by two thirds, right? It already is doing that. The time cut by two thirds. And if it stands up I, now, this is technology, right? 
I mean, there are people that will that will fight this because it's it would replace replace jobs. And uh, but I think I think progress in technology is a good thing. Uh, I don't think you you know we don't have how many how many people are employed as wagon wheel installers, right? None. How many people? How many real? How many people other than uh, as a novelty uh, do or have or professional horseshoers? None, because technology and advancement is a good thing, and we and as a culture, uh, as an economy, we uh, as a free market economy, we figure that stuff out. And uh, so, anyway, I'm kind of going off on a bit of a tangent, and I apologize for that, or maybe I don't apologize for that. Uh, my point is. This 3D technology, this 3D printing technology, will uh, well is a game changer, and it will continue to be a game changer. Let's go ahead and wrap it up right there. You know the reason I do the show every single day is because I love this conversation that you and I have, and uh, it means a lot to me to come here and talk to you, and I love hearing from you. And when you give me feedback, it makes me a better podcaster because that's really that's really what this why I started this show 300 and almost a year ago to practice podcasting, to become a better podcaster, to practice this art, this craft, this hobby that I love. And you can help me do that just by giving me feedback, the continued feedback that you give me. I certainly appreciate it. It means a lot to me. You can email me at joe at thesimplejoe.com, or you can send me a text at 513-399-6468. Again, that's 513-399-6468 and joe at thesimplejoe.com. All that information will be in today's show notes. However, you're listening to the show. If you just want to say hi, would love to hear from you. Puts gas in my tank. As you go out through, as you go through your day today, remember memories are better than stuff. They certainly are. I hope you're making great memories. I hope you're giving, I hope you're doing things and spending time with people who love you and people who you love. And you're giving them something to talk about for generations from now. Tell them, tell them a story about that, that Wednesday in, in January, right? That you did this or did that or whatever it is make great memories. That's my point. My point is memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.